ich hab mich heute verletzt. Habe ich noch Gefühl, der Fokus auf den Schmerz, das einzig echte Ziel. Die Nadel macht ein Loch, der altbekannte Stich. Vielleicht nimmt er alles weg. Ich bleib immer ich. Was wurde bloß aus mir? Mein lieber Freund, stimmt schon, ja, wir sind am Ende doch noch vereint. Er könnte dir gehören. Hey, 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 everybody. Sir Brown's Friday Fumble. Um, uh, fall, fall on it. I guess if you want. I mean, at this point, you might as well try to pick it up and run. Like, I, I don't even care. Um, if that does anything for you. If you want to pick it up and run, do it. But we all go got ahead. to live our own truths here, Dylan. Go ahead. You know, Things are too too messed up to try to tell people what to do about this um i'm not the arbiter of anyone's life there's so much going on right now um that everybody's dealing with with this brown season that you know a lot of times i come on here and i rant and i'm mad and i'm angry at the browns still but i I can't i can't do it this week um this is the worst time to try to be pull this stuff. I'm not. I'm not trying to do it. I told you so because this brings me no pleasure, Dylan. But yeah. I, I gotta say, I I tried to warn you, uh, and you fans, I tried to warn you guys too. I pleaded with you for three weeks. Okay, I pleaded with you not to believe in these Browns. I said, you know what? If you can't win pretty, why would you bother? to win when it mattered and uh the chickens the chickens are home they're roosting they've come home and now they're roosting yeah i mean i i can't argue dave i mean put up a good fight i feel like but this one hurts and all along i knew it you know i knew it inside my heart i'm still pissed about the trade deadline i mean dave the browns stood pat while the ravens got in Browns couldn't find a DB or two. Really? No linebackers? Spend an asset. Try harder. I hope Barry learned something from this deadline. This is not the same old Browns. I've been trying to tell you that, Dylan. Um, and it's okay. It's a tough pill to swallow. It's not It's not time for me to come down on anybody here. It's. It, but it's, it, But it is time for us to come to terms with it. And unfortunately, I think it is the same old Browns. Because what did they do this week, Dylan? They they lost. Yeah. And that and that's 
That's what the old Browns did. They lost. Once again, Dave, here we are. You Just know? another rebuild. Another teardown. I th- I thought this was I thought this one was different, Dave. I mean I suppose we'll do our coaching search episode next week. I don't I don't Yeah. I mean, yeah, we need some time to grieve. I mean Where do we even go from here? I don't really even want to get into this game. Like I mean, I guess we can sum it up by saying we got beat. There are no moral victories. No. Only the scoreboard matters. I don't think I don't think it's appropriate for us to look at the progress, circumstance, or anything else, just the big L you just took, to a team that can really be boiled down to a third-place team, Dylan. Yeah. Third yeah. place. Yep. You, I know. Yeah, I mean, I know you're driving this home for the listener. You don't have to tell me again. I understand. I'm, I'm dealing with the pain. It's in my soul. They have so many bad decisions this game. I know this is a tough one for you, Dave, but – we have to look at some of the things that went wrong the same, or honestly, we're not going to learn from them. A, uh, B, it's contractual. Yeah, uh, that we do that, and also uh, when we hire the next coach, you know, we got to ask him not to do some of these things. Yeah, like this really, this one's over. Like this whole regime is over, but maybe the right. next guy can learn to it. We we should do it, you know, as a service to the fans, kind of like exit interview style. Right, yeah. they deserve it. Not everyone can be, you know. Ice in your veins analysts like us. Uh, some of these idiots have emotions involved in this. Um, but okay, let's break it down. First yeah. mistake, Dylan, the safety at the end of the game. Oh, God. Your lateral play has to be something that works every time. And it really is a sign that Stefanski doesn't know what he's doing. That play has to be memorized. So no, the guys, automatic. It's got to be automatic. They, they got to be able to do it in their sleep. It's obvious the Browns team was underprepared and it hurt them when they needed it the most. Dave, it starts on the first drive. Okay. You started Baker Mayfield at best a B minus quarterback on his best day. Yeah. I mean, that's that's four touchdowns in one half B minus. Yeah. Okay. Uh he was not the quarterback to lead you against the Ravens teams. Okay, any team that they put out there, any quarterback, any defense. I mean, even harken back to the uh, Ray Lewis days. Right? Yeah, it was Baker Mayfield was never going to be the quarterback to lead that team. No, 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 no. I I would have given the nod to Case Keenum, for right off the bat, right yeah. out of the gate. Yep. Just say Baker, you've done pretty good for us sometimes, but this isn't one of those times. We know it. No, no, this has got to be a union job. Uh, and the second mistake starts even further back, B- back beginning of the season. You cut your best kicker and your 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 moral keystone, like your guiding light of the team, who was very very anti smoking, mm-hmm. Austin yep. Seibert. And you skated by for fourteen weeks until it really yeah. come came back to bite you. Oh boy, did it ever! You got I mean, lucky. God. But now you're left with Cody Parkey, who missed a kick and an extra point, Dylan. Guess what? You add those four points in a vacuum. You add those four points. You get to you get to add those on to the end. You don't have to worry about the context in the game no, no. and what decisions those would have been 
uh, changed on the, the Ravens' part, Cody Parkey makes those points. Those get tacked on at the end, and then the Ravens end up kicking a 55-yard a field goal to be down by one still. You win this game. Yeah. You, you, it's, a, it's a win. It's, it's just 46-45. You've won. And then they don't even run the safety play. So, look, it, this is a third place team, Dave. Yeah. So, and again, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta analyze this. We gotta diagnose. Uh, third, you've you've given the reins of this organization to two gentlemen, uh, Nicholas Borgart Chubb and Kareemington Clark Hunt. Um. You expect certain things when you hand somebody the keys like that, right? I mean, but when you give them to two people, Dave? Well, most cars only come with one now. It used to be there was one for the ignition and there was one for the doors. But there's just one now. You can't give the keys to two. There's and no... there's a reason for that, Dave. Yeah. Underperformance is simply unacceptable. Unacceptable. We needed a running game to show up on Monday Night Football, the big show. The the where they're needed. Mm-hmm. They were nowhere to be found. Skating in with barely over a hundred I mean, these guys got just over a hundred yards on the ground. Between and, two. Jesus. Three so, di- so divide by two. Yeah. Three basically worthless touchdowns. They might as well not even count if you're not gonna get the last one, which matters most. I don't know what to do, Dave. I'm just It's tough. Um Uh yeah, I guess right now I guess we just got to get through this episode, man. Like we're already a day late. Um cuz the first time we started to record this on first Wednesday, then Thursday. Uh if you want the raw tapes of this guys, I got I got 2 hours of us sobbing. You can have that. Um, you want me to I'm release that? I'm all cried that? out. Because that's up on the Patreon right now. That's the bonus episode. I'm all cried out, Dave. That's this week's bonus episode on the Patreon right now. It's just us crying. And there's some wailing in there. Um, I I don't know. Let's move, let's move on. All right, let's take a look at a little bit of Browns news from the most reliable source in Cleveland Browns news, www.clevelandbrowns.com slash news. Dylan, Browns players making waves this week. But a few incidents from this past Ravens game have uh, given the press hound dogs of Cleveland sports media. Oh, boy, oh, boy. They are going absolutely apeshit over this one, Dylan. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, everybody's been talking about it, Dave. Uh, I know you saw Marcus Peters hawk up a big old loogie straight at Jarvis Landry. And although the Ravens are denying all wrongdoing here from the coach down to the little pinky toes of the organization, uh, the video on this incident does not lie. Yeah. um, You know, but you don't really have to look too far. At the uh, the history of this organization, to know that they're really riddled with ne'er do wells, you know everything uh, from petty larceny right on up there to capital offenses. There's literally no felony, misdemeanor, or penal code infraction, even up to and including skateboarding, that these guys haven't just spit all over. So why would it 
make any difference that he would spit on a player. Yeah. I mean, that brings us right up into the next incident from this past very week. Uh, as reported by Pal Allen on Tuesday, it seems as though Willie Sneed, for some reason, drove himself to Cleveland last week. Missed the bus, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, then this then this a-hole goes and double parks in the handicap spots on Alfred Lerner Way. That is just lowest of the low right there. Uh, you know, everybody hates the parking at House Bill 6 Stadium. Like, nobody likes it. Uh but this kind of reckless disregard is just, it's unconscionable. You know, yeah. it reminds me really of another thing. Just follow the, follow the footsteps and the leads on this one. And, yeah. you know, with the Ravens, the number of cases they've had, they, they know how to follow a thing or two about following leads. Yes. But this reminds me of the explosive investigations into Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman's recent insider trading scandals regarding the jerseys with the pockets. Oh, yeah, Dave. Well, <clears throat> right here, it seems that uh, Greg has an ownership stake in the holding company that holds the patent for those stupid jerseys. Ugh. Uh, looks like he convinced the Ravens front office that they, quote, it says here, they, quote, looked awesome, and another quote, definitely helped out on the field. These f***ing pocket jerseys. Yeah. they First of all, they don't, and they oh, don't. God, yeah. Yeah, and so insider dealing aside, Greg really called a terrible game Monday night. Yeah, and really he was only bailed out by the prolific talent and kind of otherworldly nature of Trace McSorley. Yeah, yeah. If Trace wasn't there, I mean, anyway, I don't even want to get into that yeah. alternate universe. I mean, look, wow! I just got a Crime Stoppers alert on my phone, Dave. Uh, just, just as we were talking about Trace McSorley, um, for a one Mark Andrews, uh, apparently for Grand Theft Auto, occurring just after 2.06 a.m. early Tuesday morning this week. My God. I don't even understand that. It, it, what is this guy doing? What are you even doing? And guys, that, you may think, I mean, we talked about last week that the Ravens tried to do a lot of good in their community, whether it worked or not. I mean, they try to work in their community and deal with all these cases. And we don't want this to seem like an indictment of the Ravens as a whole. No, no, no. I mean, I would say that the franchise does literally begin... Like, its genesis was kind of a shady deal that took the team to to Baltimore after being stolen by Art Modell uh, from Cleveland uh, to make good on some bad debts. Yeah. But you know what? We don't want that or any of these incidents to overshadow the big fact that Ray Lewis killed two people. Hey, this is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. Back to you, Dave and Dalen. Thanks, Hugh. Let's take a look. And we've got another breaking news alert here on the Friday Fumble. Luckily, oh luckily we were delayed a day, because otherwise the timing of getting this breaking news alert wouldn't have happened at the right time. So 
we would have had an episode that was out of date, but we got this just now over the wire. ESPN New York, Dylan, okay, is reporting to what appears to be a viral marketing stunt by the Corona Beer Company. Um, I guess okay. it's some sort of contest that they've had. The entire Giants coaching staff, other than head coach Judge Joe Brown, they will be entirely new staff. Uh, this the viral marketing from Corona. This is this is a, they've swept through to redo the whole coaching staff, and it looks like they're really trying to get one over on the old brownies here. Uh, by the looks of some of these names. It's it's some sort of intimidation or whatever, but at offensive coordinator, our old friend calling the plays, Fred Kitchens. You know, Whoa. I never thought we'd see him again. Whoa, Dave, Dave, this this is this goes deep here. Yeah, uh, it, I guess this viral marketing stunt is really just sweeping through the the coaching staff here. Um, it seems like replaced. every every one of these uh, every one of these coaches was kind of specifically designed to rile up the Browns here. Yeah, because the quarterbacks coach Dave. Let me just say this: Johnny Manziel, huh? Old Johnny Football. Uh, running backs coach Lee Suggs. Lee Suggs, Dave. I didn't think I'd actually hear that name again. Number 44 himself. Uh, wide receiver coach, Dennis Northcutt. Oh, wow. Uh, tight ends coach, Steve Hyden. Oh, my God. That's a working man's tight end, if I recall. Correctly. Sure is. Okay. I'm surprised this, uh, he didn't have Aaron Shea with him. O-line coach, Dave. From un-Ohio, the State University, LaCharles Bentley. Come he's a, on. He's a go oh man. And then finally, offensive quality control coach, Dog Pound Mike. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is getting crazy. Um, they, whoa. Okay. On the defensive side of the ball, I guess uh, defensive coordinator, now Mike Pettin. I'm a little worried, Dylan, that they might attempt to bloody the Browns' nose in this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially up front with defensive line coach Kennard Lang and his assistant Ebenezer Ekuban. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dave, this is looking more and more like a trap game. Oh, I know. Oh, inside linebackers coach Andre Davis. That's with an E, the wide receiver. Right, right. Not Andra Davis. Yeah. Outside linebackers coach Cameron Wimbley. Oh no! Oh my God! Former first round pick. Defensive backs coach Dalen McCutcheon. We all saw that coming, though. We saw that coming, and we met yeah, his family in Dallas in like did. 2002, and they were very enthusiastic about Dalen McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. And then the defensive quality control coach, old Reflog himself, McNeil. I mean, okay, that actually that one actually uh, makes a lot of sense. He me. does watch a lot of the tape. Yeah. Um, then we've got special teams coordinator Dave Chris Gardaki. Oof. This is gonna be bad news, especially when you factor in his assistant, Pumpkinhead. That fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 
All right, let's take a look at who's going to be on the field under the tutelage of just a litany of former Browns, Dylan. At tight end, we got Will's son, Caden Smith. We got Levine. On the O-line, Fancy Steakhouse, Cameron Flemings. When you need Matt to hand you some shampoo while you're in the shower, Matt, Pert. That right guard, former Brown, Kevin Zeitgeist. Bill's son, Nick Gates. Ah, shit, my car broke down. I think the Spencer pulley went bad. Mario's son, Shane Lemieux. Left tackle, Andrew Thomas, English Muffins. At running back, Huey's son, Dion Lewis. Uh, Zach's son, Alfred Morris. When you need to get your Sterlings into the right areas, you hire a Sterling Shepherd. Popular bar golf game, Golden Tee. And Dante Penis. Now, Dave, still not sure who's going to be starting at quarterback this week. Either Jerry's son, Daniel Jones or the 34-year-old Colt McCoy, whom I can't bring myself to make a joke about because uh, he's Colt goddamn McCoy. He's Colt goddamn McCoy. I'm not rooting against Colt goddamn McCoy. Never. On the defense, linebacker Carter got a cold and Carter Coffin. Ah, it looks like Spencer Pulley's fine after all. The only other thing I see wrong is this Cam Brown. Joey's son, Dexter Lawrence. Computer, R.J. McIntosh. Uh, yeah, give me the club sandwich, but no David Mayo. Uh, Ladanian son, Dalvin Tomlinson. Stone Cold, Austin Johnson. Oh, two-sport athlete, inside linebacker, and power forward, Tay Crowder. Action, T.J. Brunson. Protagonist from Grand Theft Auto 4, Nico Lalos. Author of Fahrenheit 451, James Bradbury. Left cornerback, Daniel Holmes. Strong safety who lines up in New Jersey, Jabril Peppers. Lil Nate Ebner. And finally, Rex's son, Logan Ryan. And uh, even less interested in their special teams this week than usual. like Which, which is already... It's off the charts yeah. how little I'm interested in their special teams. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotions this week. Um We'll see if maybe we can win this game as a uh, it's kind of a like it's not going to mean anything. Season's over. Yeah. But maybe you can salvage a little pride, carry that momentum into the next head coach. I guess so. Into I Baker's mean, fifth coach. Um, we've been here before, haven't we, Dave? We've been down it before, but let's see. Maybe we can go on a little run here and just salvage something. So we might as well predict the game. Maybe we can keep somebody out, you know? I think, yeah. 
Maybe we could ruin somebody. And we're playing a first-place team. That is true. That is true. And uh, I hopefully we play better than we played a third-place team. But first-place team, maybe we could knock them down a peg. Spoiler. Spo- play, play the role of spoiler again. Um, it's kind of our Super Bowl. It is a little bit our Super Bowl. And I, I'm going to try to find out a way to predict the game. Um, obviously... You really can't count on a Browns team with nothing to lose to play predictably. Oh God, no! I mean, so I backs mean, against the corner, going, going forward on fourth down and fake punts and uh, the old Madden trick of running the fake punt on third down. Like you could do that. Uh huh. You do that screenplay on fourth and nine. Actually, I'm gonna put this into. I have a copy of uh, Madden Eleven. Ooh, here. perfect. Uh, and I have... That was the year before Peyton Hillis. Yeah, Madden 11, uh, cover athlete of Drew Brees. Uh, back when he had two completely uh, sealed lungs that held pressure. Um, that was Drew Brees' year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got this here. I've got it in my Xbox 360. And I am Run it. running a Run simulation. It. And so let's see. Okay, well, um, it looks like that, well, ironically, uh, Colt McCoy is starting for the Browns in this one. Okay, all right. Um, Never root against Colt. Never root against Colt. Uh, It looks like he throws a a touchdown pass to Benjamin Watson and another one to Jordan Cameron. Uh, Boy, this ended up being a pretty good game here. Uh, It looks like um, Eli Manning... Does a great job for the Giants. But I, I'm still in the third quarter. Uh, it's still simulating. Xbox 360 takes a long time to simulate. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I accidentally set it on long time to simulate mode. Oh, um, David. But uh, this is telling me that the Giants end up getting a last-second field goal uh, after scoring two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So okay. they've they've got 17. Okay. And the Browns had a touchdown to Jordan Cameron, a touchdown to Ben Watson, uh, three safeties. But they also missed an extra point on the last touchdown they got, which was... Obviously, a punt return by Josh Cribbs. Obviously. Bringing us to a final score of 26-17 Browns. Wow. And I know it seems like it's a little out of date, but Madden's a pretty good football simulator, Dylan. Always has been. And I'm pretty sure that I put all the right information into it, that it would be able to translate it. I don't know if you've checked this. When you go to play online, it says updating rosters. So I uh, assume, does, yeah. I assume, and Colt McCoy was in the game. Exactly. So obviously, that's. I mean, it's got all the right information. It knows who Colt McCoy is. So, Browns win twenty six seventeen. Good job, Browns. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening this week. Apologies for it being a day late. Thank you to Carrie Ryan for our theme song. Dylan, anyone to thank? No, no. All right. Well, my name is Dave. I'm Dylan. And this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 looking forward. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.